Welcome to the Southwest Apostolic Church podcast. Southwest Apostolic Church is located at 3161 South Rowena Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46241. Phone number 317-227-0182. Give us a call if we can help you. Our services are Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, Sunday evening, 7 o'clock, Tuesday evening, we have prayer meeting at 7.30, and Wednesday evening, we have Bible class at 7.30. Our webpage, www.southwest-apostolic.com. You can find us on the web there, and you're welcome to any of the services. Uh, Our podcast will contain preaching from the pastor and other preachers. So without further ado, we'll get right into it. God bless. Let's turn to Psalms 34 and 1. Man, good looking group here this morning. Appreciate everybody being here. Amen. This is, uh, we're going to talk about David a little bit and uh, his situation. Psalms 34 and 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Bless the Lord at all times. Bless the Lord at all times. Amen. I want to look for something here. Um, Thirty-four and one, yeah. All right, Psalm 71 and 8 says, Let my mouth be filled with thy praise, and with thy honor all the day. Psalm 71 and 14, but I will hope continually and will yet praise thee more and more. My mouth shall show forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all the day. For I know not the numbers thereof. I don't know how many days I got, but I'm going to bless you all my days. Amen. Amen. Psalms 145, 1 through 2. Says David's psalm of praise, I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Praise the Lord. Praise God. It goes on and on and on in the scriptures. But we're going to look at David today. Let's go to 1 Samuel 21. 1 Samuel 21. We're going to look at David because uh, it's interesting because David, of course, we know the story. He was uh, just a shepherd boy and he got anointed to be the king. And uh, he didn't realize that uh, that was the beginning. I would say not the beginning of sorrows, but. It changed his life. 
But how many knows when you walk with God and live for God, eventually that gave David an enemy he didn't have. Saul became his enemy. And he wanted to kill him, didn't he? And Saul tried to kill him a couple times. But David, regardless of whatever happened, David kept serving the Lord. He kept praising the Lord. Amen. Amen. He kept praising the Lord regardless regardless of what was going on. And I was thinking about this last night, and I thought, now, what does it mean for me to bless the Lord? How am I going to bless God? You know, I need him to bless me, right? I need God to bless me. How? How do I bless the Lord? Amen. And the word means to, uh, to kneel. In this word bless, this is what it means. As an act of adoration. Uh, to, to bless, to congratulate, to indeed kneel down, praise, salute, and thank. Okay. So what David's saying, I will, I will thank God for him being God at all times. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I will bless him at all times. Praise God. I'm going to recognize him at all times. See, I'm going to recognize him as God at all times. Now, we know that uh, every day is not a good day. Come on, somebody. Somebody help me out. <laughs> is that, you have every day a good day? Praise God. Sometimes we have good times. Sometimes we have bad days. Amen? Amen. But the Bible says <clears throat> to bless the Lord at all times. In other words, God's still worthy to be praised whatever's going on. Amen. Whatever's going on. The idea is to keep God in the right perspective. That's what we're talking about here today. To talk about God in the right perspective. And the right perspective is he's worthy of our praise and our respect and our honor no matter what's going on in our life. Amen? He's still worthy to, uh, he's still worthy of our praise and our adoration regardless of whatever goes on. 2 Thessalonians 1, 3 says, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet because that your faith groweth exceedingly and the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth. We got to keep loving God together. Amen. Amen. I said we got to keep loving God together. And uh, I was reading last night and it said, uh, we know the scripture says, and in everything give him thanks. And somebody said, well, it don't say for everything, but it does. In another scripture, it says give him thanks for all things. Now, when I was looking at that, I looked at this last night. It doesn't mean for every individual thing, okay? Because how many know some individual happenings you don't, you couldn't give God thanks for? You know what I mean? You wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense to thank God for a tragedy or, you know. But you take everything collectively, okay? Put everything together for all things. Those go together, okay? All things. In everything, give Him thanks. Amen. For everything. In other words, the whole perspective. What happens is we can have one situation or a situation in our life that really bothers us. And it really takes us down. And uh, we don't understand it. And 
we can't see any value in it. Well, that might be true, and it is true, no doubt. But the idea, the thought, what we're trying to say and what the Word's trying to tell us is, and David, regardless of his situation, whether they brought him in and anointed him to be king, whether he killed Goliath and got the praise, whether he was running from Saul, hiding in a cave, whether he went down into Gath and he had to act like he was insane and he got out of there because he was afraid they was going to try to kill him and he was running and uh, whatever problems he had, the whole time he kept the right attitude towards God. Can I tell you to keep the right attitude towards God? Keep the right attitude towards God. So for all things, in all things, in other words, for the whole picture, okay? For the whole picture. Don't, don't get sidelined by one thing, okay? And, you know, you, you can't go through life and say, I, I thank God for this, but I don't thank God for this, and I thank God for this, but I don't thank God for this. And that's not the way to look at it. The way to look at it is, let God be God, and he's still worthy. Amen. Amen. He's still great. He's still mighty. He's still worthy to be praised. And he will bring you through no matter what. I believe that, don't you? I believe God will bring you through regardless of what's going on. Praise God. David said, I'll trust God from, to deliver me. I'm going to trust God uh, to keep me. I'm going to live for God no matter what. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the distress, sometimes distress. Have you ever been distressed? You know, to be distressed. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty rough. If you ever get to a place, uh, you ever been depressed? De-stressed? Depressed? You can get to a place in your mind where you just can't hardly go no more. You can be in a position to where your mind and your heart and you just don't feel like you can go anymore. <laughs> That's no fun, is it? That's no fun. But the idea and the, the solution to that is keep God in the right perspective and say, I'll bless the Lord at all times. God is so good. I praise the Lord in the midst of my trial. I praise the Lord. Now, I know it's, I'm, uh, this is not easy. It's not easy to be going through trouble, trial, tribulation, heartache, tragedy. But the, real, but the thing is, don't let whatever's going on in your life push you away from God. Because it can. It can. What, what happens in life, sometimes it's funny. It'll either draw you, some people, th things happen and it draws them closer to God. And then sometimes people, things happen and it draws them further away, pushes them further away. Amen. But the, if you have the understanding of who God is, have the understanding that he's your helper. You know, the last thing you want to do is push away your helper. Yeah. Amen. The last thing you want to do is push away the guy that's trying to help you. But that's what happens sometimes. You get distressed. You get depressed. And sometimes somebody's trying to help you and they're getting on your nerves. Praise the Lord. The ones that's trying to help you, is you push them away sometimes. People do that in relationships sometimes. Husband, wife. Wife's trying to help him and he's mad at her. And he, 
you know, something's going on and she's trying to help him and all the while he's pushing her away. That ain't no good. I think we need to embrace somebody who's trying to help us, don't you? Amen. So the Lord knows, the, the thing is, don't push God away because God will help you no matter what you're going through. God will be there to take you through. Now, I, I got a question sometimes. You know, some people believe God made the heavens and the earth and he just steps back and let her run. You know, he just lets it happen. And I believe some of that's true because God sets certain things in motion, okay? The laws of nature are in motion. Things are happening and things are going on. And uh, God doesn't, he doesn't change the, the uh, rotation of the sun or the moon and Every day, it's there and it just happens. And there's some things in life that are going on and they happen. And then sometimes God directly intervenes. And, but, uh, some, and some people think, well, he doesn't intervene in the life of men. I think he will if you ask him to. Amen. Yes, yes, he will. I believe if you ask him to help you, he will. I believe if you ask him to make a difference, he will. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you ask him, he will. He's a gentleman, though. What did he say? I stand at the door and knock. You know, the Lord can straighten this world out right away. He can do whatever he wanted to to just kill off all the evil people. And, but that's not the way it is. He did just, you know, he told Adam. He told him what was going to happen. And there's certain things that are set in course. And the Lord says, uh, if you want me to help you, I will. But you got to ask me to. Sometimes people don't have, you know, the Bible says we have not because we ask not. If we have not because we ask not. And sometimes people don't have help in their soul and their mind and their heart because they don't, they don't ask for it. But you know what? God still takes them through regardless. Isn't it amazing how people get through? I don't know how people in the world get through tragedy and stuff like that without God, do you? But you know, somehow, somehow people come out on the other side, don't they? You know why? Because God's good to the just and the unjust. That's why. Amen. God's good to everybody. Praise the Lord. God's good. That's all. You see, that's the whole idea. Don't you think he's good? That's just the whole idea. God's good. Amen. Now, you could start saying, well, what about all this, and what about all that, and what about all this stuff and sickness, and what about all that? Well, that's not God's fault. How many knows there is a thing called sin? There is a thing called the devil. There is a thing called disobedience. And all those are at play, too, in our world today. But as people of God, we want to just bless the Lord at all times. In everything, for everything. Keep him in the right perspective. That's the, if you read about David, that's what he did. That's what he did. Regardless of what was going on in David's life, he kept God in the right perspective. Sometimes people want to accuse God. Sometimes people want to blame God. Sometimes people want to push away God. Sometimes people don't want to hear about God. Sometimes people don't want to deal with God. But the idea is to have the right perspective about God. 
And how many knows he's God all by himself? I said, he's God all by himself. He sits high, looks low, not a thing he doesn't know altogether. And he's God all by himself. And regardless of what's going on in our life, the God that created the heavens and the earth is worthy to be praised. Amen. He's good. He's good. He's good. God's not bad. There's no bad in him. There's no bad in him. He, he, <laughs> he doesn't, he's not sitting up there wanting to kill us off and, and all things like we think. He doesn't think like we think. See, because we're tainted. We got sin in our life. Or in humanity does, okay. And, they have, and we have an attitude. You know, we think bad things about people. And we think all kind of stuff. But God, he's pure. He's clean. He's pure. He's not thinking bad things. He's not, it's not even in him. He can't even do it. Matter of fact, the Bible says God is what? Love. He doesn't have love. He is love. So everything he does, you know, the, the motivation, who he is, it's part of his essence. That he loves people and he cares about people. And he wants us to have the right same attitude. Amen. How many knows we should care about people? How many knows we should love people? At all times. Praise God. But I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. David always found refuge in God. And I have found through the course of life over the last 40 years that you can always find a refuge in God. If you need a place to go, turn to the Lord. I don't know why, how prayer works, but I know it does. I just don't know how things work, but I know what does work. <laughs> I don't know why. If you get down and you're going through something and you get down and you ask God to help you through it, and you call on the Lord to help you, somehow he does. Somehow he brings you through it. Somehow he gives you strength. Some, I don't know how you can get down to pray and have a confused mind, and your mind going in all kind of directions, and you got all kind of things you're thinking about, and all kind of things you're worrying about, and all kind of stuff on your mind, and you get down to pray for a little while, and after you pray for a little while, your mind seems to be a little more clear. Amen. After you take a little time, take a little time and just give it to God, and then you get up, somehow you got strength you didn't have before. Somehow you feel a little better than you did before. And David realized that, and David realized that his hope and his trust and his confidence was in God, regardless of what was going on. All the time. Collectively. For your whole life, for your whole situation. Because how many knows it's like a, life is like a puzzle? You know, with this piece and that piece. And it's like somebody said a tapestry's got all kind of threads. You know, and life is made up of all kind of different things, isn't that right? Good times, bad times, fun times, sad times, broke times, plenty times. Sometimes you got money, sometimes you don't. 
Sometimes you're healthy, sometimes you're not. Sometimes you feel good, sometimes you don't. I guess you guys, I'm, I'm live here. You guys. <laughs> sometimes you feel good, sometimes your back hurts. My back hurts, you know. Sometimes your back hurts. Sometimes you don't feel good. <laughs> you know, sometimes you, your mind's troubled. Sometimes your heart's troubled. Sometimes your flesh is, you're fighting your own self and you mad at your own self and you don't like what you're doing and you wish you could do better and wish you had done better. You know, for one thing, you can't spend a lot of time looking at the past, you know. You got to let the past be the past sometimes. You just got to let things go say, and say, God, I might not have did. That's the whole idea. You might not have did good then, but you can do good now. Amen. You might not have made the right decision then, but you can make the right decision now. And God doesn't hold that against you if you keep him in the right perspective. The idea is keep him up there where he belongs. Amen. And give him the honor. And the people, people don't fear God. They don't respect God. You know, if you have a respect for him, it's like if you respect anybody else. If a husband respects his wife and she's mopped the floor and he comes in from work and he's got mud all over his boots. And she says, take your boots off. I just mopped the floor. He says, okay, no problem. If he respects her and cares about her. You know, or he could say, ah, I got to just come blowing through and leaving mud tracks and everything. <laughs> you know, that's why people do what they do because they don't respect God. They don't respect what he thinks. They don't respect what he feels. They don't respect what God, they don't respect uh, what God thinks about a situation. People do stuff all the time. God's against it. Isn't that right? We're living in a world's full of stuff. They're not respecting God. They're not respecting what he thinks about the situation. They're not Fearing him in the sense of not, when the Bible talks about fearing God, it's like respect, a healthy respect, you know, that's based on. <laughs> Jesus said, don't fear the one who can kill your body. He said, fear the one that can kill your body and cast your soul into hell. That's the one you need to be afraid of. That's the one you need to give some respect to. Amen. But so we respect God because, and so in there is like a fear of a respect, but like, not be afraid of him, you can't talk to him, or be so afraid of him, you can't deal with him. But have respect for him. Yes, amen. amen. Have respect for what he thinks. What does this word say? People do stuff all the time that they don't. It doesn't line up with what God thinks. Doesn't, they don't care about what he thinks. You know, in our society, look at it. People just do all kinds of things. You know, the Bible, Bible instructs people about relationships. The Bible instructs people about marriage. The Bible instructs people about certain behaviors and all that stuff. And people just go right on and do what they want to do, don't they? That's because they don't have respect for God. See, part of what we say, I will bless the Lord at all times. In that word bless is more than just, you know, we can't, we can't, we can't do anything to bless God in the sense of what we think. Blessing, you know. Blessing, we think somebody blesses us, they give us something. The only thing we can do is 
is keep make God bigger in our own life. Amen? We can't make him bigger than he is. We can't make him bigger because he already is who he is. But in our own life, we can bless him and we can make him bigger in our own life. We can make him greater in our own life. Amen. We can make him greater, praise the Lord. We can magnify the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Well, how are we going to make him bigger? Make him bigger in my life. Amen. Make him bigger in my heart. Praise the Lord. Make him bigger in my home. Praise the Lord. Make him bigger when we come to church. Praise God. Amen. Make him. Because <laughs> it's like in our world today, he's kind of made him smaller. It's kind of like they've scrunched him up in a little ball and threw him over in the corner. Praise God. But not us. We want to make him big, don't we? We want him to just get just as big and be everything he can be. Praise the Lord. I want God working, don't you? It's like Daniel bought a mattress one time. And it was a, I think it was king size, if I remember right. And it came in a little box. And they ordered it, and it was in a box. Wasn't a very big box. You would think a king size, and it was all smashed. But they took that thing out of the box, and it starts swelling up. <laughs> it starts unfolding. And next thing you know, it swells up, and you got a king-size mattress that came out of that little box. You know, we didn't let God out of the box. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. I, hey, we didn't let God out of the box. Praise God. People want to keep God in the box. We don't want God in the box. We want him swelling up. Praise the Lord. We want him doing whatever he wants to do. Being whoever he wants to be. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Take all the shackles off God. Amen. Take all the shackles. You see, you put shackles on God when you disobey God and you, and, uh, you, you don't respect him. And you don't honor him or you don't honor his word. You know, he said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Isn't that what he said? If you love me, you'll keep my commandments, praise God. You won't do things that he's against on purpose. Over and over. Over and over. Everybody makes mistakes. Aren't you glad God will forgive you for a mistake? Well, see what God has problem with. Excuse me, I gotta try to bend down without bending down. Hallelujah. <laughs> the old back. But what God doesn't like is people just flaunt it. You know, that's the problem. People just flaunt things in front of God. They just do them anyway. They just do whatever they want to do anyway. Doesn't matter what God thinks about it. What does God think about that? Well, well, if they know, a lot of times they don't know, praise the Lord. That's why you got to come to church and learn what God cares about and what he don't through his word, amen. Not what the preacher thinks, what's God think? And what the preacher's preaching should line up with what the word of God says. Amen. And you learn what God thinks, not because of what I think, but because of what God thinks. And the idea is to find that and respect it and hang into it. Find God and bless him. Make him bigger. Praise the Lord. Magnify his name. Glorify him. Regardless of what's going on. Good time, bad time. God's still God. God's still good. Praise the Lord. I'm going to respect him and bless him at all times. Praise the Lord. 
When I don't feel good, when I feel good, when I don't feel good. You know, people do things all the time that they shouldn't do. Amen. I hope. Well, I should. Amen. Saul became jealous of David. David still blessed the Lord. David was on the run from Saul. And he still blessed God. He kept God in, kept God in the right perspective. That's what we're talking about today. Amen. David, you know, he fled to Gath. He didn't realize he had to act like he was crazy. He, he trusted the Lord. He said, I will trust the Lord to deliver me from my enemies. He was distressed and indebted. And uh, David heard the voice of the prophet. Aren't you glad for a voice of God every now and then? You know, you might not feel, but if you keep God in the right perspective, and keep him in the right place. Come to church when you don't feel like it. Because you know God is worthy. And you love God and you want to come to church. And you want to give God the blessing. And you want to honor him like he's supposed to. When you come, then you're going to hear from God. Then when you don't, you know, you might have been feeling helpless this morning. When you came to church. But they sung a whole song about as long as he's alive, there's hope. Amen. Yeah, amen. Amen. Long as he's alive, there's hope. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Long as he's around, we've got something to hang on to. Praise the Lord. Long as he's alive, praise God. We've got hope. Praise the Lord. We will bless him. We love him. We appreciate him. We're going to hang on to him. Amen. Whatever goes on, we're going to magnify him. Make him bigger in our life. Praise God. Not crumple him up and put him in the trash can. Praise the Lord. And see, that's what brought David through. That's what brought him through all the way. Even when David sinned, he realized he, for, he, he repented because he respected God and he feared God. You know, can I say respect the Lord today? Can I say put God in the rightful place in your life? Amen. Don't just flaunt your life in, fa in God's face if you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. Don't just flaunt it in front of God. You know what I'm saying? How many know this world's flaunting a lot of stuff out there? You got men loving on men and just flaunting it right in God's eyes. All kind of stuff going on in the world. Just, oh, man. How many knows our world's away from God? They're not doing what we're talking about here today. You get a group of people, you get one person doing it, you got something. But you get a group of people like our congregation here. We get together and we make up in our own hearts, well, I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm going to keep him. I'm going to make him big in my life at all times. Praise the Lord. I'm going to respect him. I'm going to honor him. I'm going to lift him up. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I got hope in him. He's my refuge. Praise God. He's the one I lean on. He's the one I trust. In the good times and bad times, praise God. You get a group of people doing that at all times, you've got something going on, praise God. you got something powerful. Because there's power in blessing the Lord and praising God and magnifying God. Now, I don't know how all of it works, like I said. I don't know how you, when you feel bad and you pray, you feel better. 
And I don't know how it all works, but I know when people get together and praise God from their heart and mean business, you know, really sincere, that it affects the atmosphere. I said it affects the atmosphere. Amen. It makes it, <laughs> praise God. You can come in feeling tired and leave feeling better. Praise God. Somehow. I don't know how, I don't know how all things work God does, but he does. Praise the Lord. I don't know how he does everything he does, but he does. Praise God. So David is a good example. Amen. That you can trust God. And David heard the voice of the prophet. And the writer says, What a blessing it is to receive a word from the Lord in the time of fear, confusion, and doubt. When we are fearful, it is easy to feel overwhelmed and alone and not know what to do. But one word from the Lord can dispel all doubt and kindle faith. Amen. Isn't that right? Just one time coming to the church, praise God. When we are afraid, we must give ourselves to prayer and ask God to silence all other voices so we might better hear His. Amen? That's a good thing about prayer. You, how many knows in this world you get all... that? Okay, I'll talk about me. I don't know. I'll talk about me for a minute. Well, I think too much. I read too much. I read about everything. I'm curious. You know, somebody said curiosity killed the cat. That's me. I'm the cat. Praise the Lord. I'm looking at everything. I'm reading about this. I'm reading about that. I, I've been reading this book about the guy climbing Mount Everest. I read about that. And I read about, and then I start reading about all these other mountains and these guys climbing these mountains. And I, I think about that. And, I, and, and <laughs> you go through life and you got cars and transmissions and your back hurts and you get all this stuff in your mind. And next thing you know, you can't, your, your mind's going too fast. Come on, somebody. Amen. Next thing you know, you got all this stuff in your mind. You get overloaded, praise God. You're on overload. But just like the scripture said, you can go to the Lord and he can clean all that up, praise God. Amen. That's the beauty of prayer. Can I encourage anybody and everybody to be a people of, of prayer? I mean prayer, praise God. Just stay down. Just stay down. Make yourself stay down. And say, Lord, saturate me. God, just saturate my mind. Saturate my heart. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit in me, God. Clean me out. Give me the right perspective. Let me think like I should think. Let me think like you want me to think. Let me do what you want me to do, God. And just give it all to him. Lord, I don't understand this. Lord, I don't understand that. I, don't, I just bring it to you, God. I ask you to help me. Uh, God, I got this going on. My car's getting a new transmission. They're denying my warranty. And I, you know, bring it all to him. Come on, somebody. Bring it all to him. And then when you get done, you feel a lot better. When you get done, you just know that he's God and he's going to help us. Praise God. Amen. He gets rid of all the other voices. He gets rid of all the other stuff. <laughs> I'm glad he can do that. I don't know how he does that. <laughs> Amen. Every once in a while, you just need cleaned out. You know what I mean? And prayer does that. You just get clean before God. Just lay it all out there. Let me say, God's not going to be mad at you if you're mad at him. You can get mad at him. It don't bother him. You know? You ever get mad at your mom and dad? 
You ever get mad at your wife or your husband? No, never, praise the Lord. But that's all. In a healthy relationship, you can get mad and be mad about something and tell them about it. That made me mad. I didn't like it. And you can talk about it. You don't have to disintegrate into free-for-all, praise the Lord. <laughs> so it doesn't bother God. That's the whole thing. You can res- he res- he'll respect you if you respect Him. God will respect you if you respect Him. You know, when your kids grow up, you respect them as adults and they respect you and you have a good relationship. You talk to them, they talk to you. That's the way it is with God. That's the way it is with God. So David, what time is it? Okay, we got to quit. David found refuge in the Lord. He was a warrior. He was a leader of men. He was clever. He was wise. Yet, when faced with enemies and trials, I like this, he did not take refuge in himself. How many knows we don't have all the answers? I don't need nobody. But he found refuge in the Lord, whether he was fleeing from Saul, whether he was uh, traveling to Moab, or whether he was going back to Judah. Listen to this. His eyes were on the Lord as he continually sought him for guidance and protection. And in trusting the Lord, David found the Lord to be trustworthy. Amen. If you trust him, you're going to find out he's trustworthy. He's worthy to be trusted. You can put your trust in God. He will not leave you nor forsake you. He will go with you all the way. Praise God. Amen. 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 So David found the Lord to be trustworthy. He experienced it for himself. And urged God's people to experience it for themselves. He said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Amen. So let's keep the Lord where he belongs, shall we? How many knows he's worthy? Let's raise our hands and thank him this morning for his goodness. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me read this a little bit here. This is good stuff here. David learned a truth. David learned something that can can sustain us all through our trials and afflictions. He learned that God is always a steadfast presence and help. David assured us we are never alone. God will always save and deliver us even when we are utterly crushed by our circumstances. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Praise God. God is worthy to be praised. He is our refuge. He will be our helper. Amen. We always want him to be what he's supposed to be in our life. Amen. God bless you this morning. Sister Young, come. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thanks for being here this morning. God bless you.
Thanks for listening to the podcast of Southwest Apostolic Church. If we can help you, we will. Give us a call, 317-227-0182. Send us an email, swac3161 at gmail. If we can help you, we want to. God bless. Thanks for listening.